Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Our Father Podcast. This is Rich. About two and a half years ago, my producing partner Rudy Mendoza bugged a confessional in a Catholic church, revealing to us the deepest, darkest secrets of the congregation. We've been releasing these recordings as episodes of the podcast every two weeks. Rudy has since been presumed dead in Europe after being pursued by what I believe to be a Catholic secret society. Despite these dangers, I have decided to continue his work. This is our father, and on today's show, our confessor has taken hospitality to new levels. All right, uh, come in. Please be seated. Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been, what, six weeks since my last confession? Oh, that's not too bad. I I, I try to be a regular. Mm -hmm. You're very kind. Oh, no, you're definitely uh, definitely above the average around here. Oh, okay. Well... Mm -hmm. Feels nice. Mm-hmm. Above average, something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so um, here's what's going on. Uh, you know, I've lived right down the street from Mary Nakanezi for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all very close. Um, and, and we've been swapping gardening tips since before the dawn of time. Oh, good. It's <sighs> important to be a good neighbor. I'm, I'm really trying. Um, and it's been a good situation all around. Until this past week... Mary has also installed a toad garden hmm. in her garden. A toad garden. A toad garden. I, I have the neighborhood toad garden, and it's, it's exquisite. It's splendid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She has also installed a toad garden. Right. It's really hurting the number of toads in my garden. Right. And um, I, I have an image in my head of what I think a toad garden is. <sighs> okay, so in my toad garden, mm-hmm. it, it's truly... I want it to feel natural. I want it to feel like a spot that toads can come and mm-hmm. rest in the shade. So I have a small bark hut where they can relax. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very low-lying pansies, things like that, that are soft and, and won't chafe their skin as they move through the area. Um, there's a very small pool in case they're interested in getting a drink or, or just, you know, um, wetting their dermis. Um, dermis. Yes, yes. I think mm-hmm. that's right. Um, basically... I am trying to create a spot that feels as welcoming to toads as I try to make my home feel to people. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know, I, I, I did have a very clear image of what a toad garden was when you, when you said that, yes. not having never heard of it before. Um, and you just described exactly what I was picturing. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I, I try to create what I think toads are looking for mm-hmm. in, their, in their average hang spot. Mm-hmm. And you said uh, Mary's created one too. Mary has also created one. And get this, she installed a very small fountain. Oh, that sounds nice. It sounds, it sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. W- why has she done this, though? Well, this is kind of my thing in the neighborhood. Well, and that can still be your thing. It's okay if someone else has the same thing. You know, w- there's, there's another church just down the street from us. Well, no, maybe she should yeah. go there. Maybe she shouldn't come here anymore. Hmm? Maybe well, you we, could suggest going... to her that she go there. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to kick out a, one, of our, one of our flock because they installed a toad garden. Even though... It seems to be kind of out of spite towards me. 
Well, when you say it's out of spite, it sounds like a, you know, well, they say uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So, you know, maybe she just took inspiration from me. Maybe she's, maybe she aspires to be more like you. Okay. Well, maybe this will change your mind. Okay. Last night, I heard a very small rustling sound coming from the part of my property near the Toad Garden. Mm -hmm. I look outside and there's someone in a black hoodie touching my hut and pouring some sort of liquid into my small pool. I go out there this morning. I taste the pool because that's how you figure it out. I think it's bleach. I think somebody put bleach into my pool and crushed my hut. That's horrible. I agree. I agree. And I haven't even gotten to what I've done. That's so sinful. Yeah, And also, I wouldn't, uh, if you think someone's poisoned the water supply, the last thing I would have done would be taste it. I care more about those toads than I care about a lot of people, Father. And, and maybe I should confess that, but I don't feel that that's wrong. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I've, I'm speaking from experience. We, one time we caught on security cameras someone tampering with the holy water, and I mistakenly drank the holy water. And it turned out it was fine. It was just someone was refilling it, and we, it was a, a temp that we had mm-hmm. hired. But uh, I also then remembered I'm not supposed to drink the holy water. So, Yeah, how much did you drink? <laughs> I, mean, I I couldn't tell from the first taste of it if it was that there was something in the water or that we hadn't changed it in a while. Oh, oh no. And so I basically emptied out the basin and I had to re-bless all of it. Uh, and look at all that extra work you had to do. Exactly. Because people don't communicate. Well, I still don't know who actually did this oh. to my garden. So this morning, mm-hmm. I went over to Mary's Toad Garden and uh, she has a very charming uh, vacancy sign next to her little hut. She's trying to outdo me, obviously. That is adorable. So I marked out where it said that there was vacancy and wrote no vacancy to try to communicate to the toads that they're not welcome there. Mm. And I hope that they're able to catch on to that. And, uh, and I, I broke her fountain. Oh. I mean, first off, the fountain, I mean, property damage. You know, uh, you know, it's, I, I'm not sure exactly which of the commandments that violates, but... It's, uh, you still, it's, it's property damage. It's vandalism. I just, if, if I can't have the ultimate toad garden, then nobody can. See, uh, I, I feel like there's, I, I feel like the sin here isn't so much the vandalism itself, but, uh, the sin of pride. Well, I just want to, you said it yourself when I came in, I'm above average at some things. I was mm-hmm. really striving to be above average at most things. Mm-hmm. And I finally had this toad garden and, and small woodland creatures coming to enjoy it. And, and that felt a little above average because no one else was doing it in the neighborhood. Well, I also think that maybe, uh, we, well, let's think about the toads. You know, you've created this environment where toads want to come from, whether it be from the woods or a local stream or a pond. Or city toads. Or city toads who are just looking for a getaway out, yeah. in, this, out in the suburbs. Uh, you've created this warm and welcoming place for them. Or I guess in, for toads, a cool and welcoming place for them. Of course, yes. They run and, very warm, and, despite being cold-blooded. And uh, <laughs> uh, you know, once you've created that, that creates demand. You know, once there's a, a charming little bed and breakfast out in the middle of, uh, middle of nowhere, people start coming to that. They tell their friends. Well, you know, this is just the natural progression of that. You know, uh, your home is uh, is the home away from home for all of the toads in the area. Right. And now they just have another option. It's like a Holiday Inn Express uh, popping up across the street from a Ramada. But I'm the Ramada. Why would you want to have an express experience when you could really sit down and sink your teeth into a cool area as a toad? Well, let's put ourselves in the toad shoes. They don't wear shoes, please. Okay, good point. That's just in Frog and Toad's fun adventure. 
which I read for research. So, so even though it's a, a work of fiction, I read for research. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's hard to get your hands on good toad lore. It's just not a lot of it. Well, I'm thinking maybe this is a, an opportunity where if you're, if you know, if the toads are what this is all about. Absolutely. You know, maybe this is your chance to really show, you know, uh, what what game you can bring to this. Really show that, that the toads that yours is the the toad garden they should be coming to. You're saying that I need to go bigger and better. I'm saying that's one of the opportunities. You know, always look for the, the chance to uh, to improve and always look for the chance to uh, do better the next time rather than try to pull others down. I, I got a very eco-friendly mulch. Um, and I, I think that that really might add something. You know, we're trying to be more green mm-hmm. in a green oh, space. See, that's great. That's, you know, that's one of the things with, with, uh, with air pollution. One of the first creatures affected are the amphibians. Isn't that true? Yeah. It's like you, their skin is lungs. Mm-hmm. Oh. And have you ever thought about maybe even branching out to... Other amphibians, frogs, frogs, oh. newts. Oh, oh! I don't know about the tails. Oh, <laughs> I don't gotcha. know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, that's something to think about. Oh. Yeah. What about you know? What about like a what about like a little like a little frog gazebo? Okay, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, toads have a very specific. Uh, lifestyle and of very course. specific interests. You know, they they can Absolutely. live in dry areas, they can live in, in wet areas. But you know, frogs. You know, you have like a little a little stream, a nice gazebo, maybe some like little misting jets <gasps> during the summer months. Oh, that's mm-hmm. okay. Oh well, that's inspired, mm-hmm. Father. Wow. And and then you know, and then what's Mary going to do with that? You know, now she's going to have. I guess codes. she's going to suck it. I mean, I guess well, she's going to be pushed to to do better as well. Mm-hmm. And see, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't look at competition as a chance to crush your enemies. Competition's a chance to do better yourself and that in, in turn inspire others to do better themselves. Okay. Yes. But mm-hmm. what if it also doubles as a chance to crush Mary? Is that uh, a sin? Does that make it a sin? Uh, and technically, you know, you want, you want to love your neighbor as yourself. Okay. What about this? What if I get into the fertility game for toads? Mm-hmm. More of like a, like a, um, a romantic kind of getaway, um, maybe feature like a, a nursery for, you know, young tadpoles, a spawning ground, um, you know, a, a spot that truly they can enjoy their entire life cycle there. Everything that they're trying to get done, they can do it there. Um, I, I can't imagine what like a romantic getaway for toads would even look like. Oh, I totally can. Hmm? Lots of crickets. Mm-hmm. Crickets that are there mostly for the sound, but also for a snack. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there would definitely be a lot more like cool, smooth stones everywhere to use as tables and chairs. Um, oh, wow. I could really run with this. Maybe small um, uh, kind of fairy sculptures to really bring the romance. Mm. I still mm. can't get past the crickets thing just because when you first described it, I was picturing like the jazz band at a Absolutely. at a spa. Cricket big band. And then eating the band. Yeah. If they're not very good, they get eaten. Fair enough. Kind of a gladiator thing going on. But, but see, I, I think that sounds amazing, and you know that helps that helps the environment too. Right. You know, like I said, amphibians are affected by by uh, air pollution and temperature changes, and this is a chance for you to really uh, help them give back to their own community. You know, yeah. increase the population, keep the uh, the mosquito population down, You're and, right. and the cricket population. Right. Right. We got to keep those things in check. Mm-hmm. Well, Father, you've given me a lot to think about, but. Would it be wrong for me to take out of my tithes to invest this money in, you know, protecting the environment, God's creation? You know, okay, I'm not really supposed to endorse this, but I, I feel like, you know, just like you said, the, the whole world is really the church. Truly. So uh, I think as long as it's going to a good cause, I, I think that's fair. 
And I mean, it's going towards taking care of of the amphibians in our neighborhood who are really our neighbors, even if they can't speak our language. I've learned a lot from my time with the toads. What's, what's a lesson you've learned from your so time with the toads? So one of the lessons that I've learned from my time with the toads is really stopping to, uh, to smell the proverbial roses. Mm. In their cases, it's those sweet, soft pansies I was telling you about mm-hmm. for no chafing. But truly, I've just learned more about stopping to take in the moments and enjoy what's around you. Uh, gratefulness. Also, community. I have just some of the most social, delightful little toads that visit my area. Um, and, and I've built relationships with them. When you say you built relationships with the toads, mm-hmm. are there specific toads? Absolutely. So uh, the one that I'm closest with, I would say, is Juniper. Uh, Juniper just really has so much attitude for a toad. Toads are usually very reserved, kind of keep to themselves. Um, much more hermits compared to frogs, who are ridiculously social, truly just party animals. Um, mm-hmm. I but, heard them. But toads are, right, <laughs> but toads... Uh, definitely prefer to keep to themselves. So when Juniper started paying attention to me and I paying attention to her, I'd bring her uh, crickets. Um, I, I brought her a ladybug one time. She didn't eat it. It's become her friend. Um, so we're really just building community out there, I think. See, that's wonderful. And I think that's the spirit we should really be going for. Agreed. In, in, in the spirit of community, have you ever thought about maybe having like a toad garden partnership with Mary? Of course, I have not. No, I've just been viewing her as the opposition, as the as the Holiday Inn Express, as mm. you said yourself. Well, like like a Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, you know, they're a floating hotel, right? And but if you're, you know, if you maybe you show up a day or two early for your cruise, mm-hmm. you want to enjoy the uh, the local nightlife or some of the local sites in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, you could stay at the uh, the Crown Point Hotel across the street from the harbor, right? And they have a partnership where you can get a discount for each one. So, like, what if like mm. you were the Royal Caribbean? of Toad Gardens, and Mary was the Crown Point Hotel right. of I'm, Toad Gardens. I'm mobile. I can show them a true good time, and she's just kind of there to house them yeah, while like, they're in the area, yeah, kind like of the, passing through. The overflow from your Toad Garden. Right, right. The lesser than, though, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I mean, I mean, for the moment, yeah. How would you feel about coming to bless my Toad Garden? I would be honored. What if I said that you could only bless one? Of the two gardens? Yes. I, I, I usually don't, there's usually not caveats on, on what I'm allowed, like who I'm allowed to bless I'm and not, not bless. I'm not trying to say that you should or shouldn't bless Mary's Toad Garden. I'm just saying, shouldn't we bless the things that are best? Yes, but uh, also the things that are worse sometimes need the most blessing. Well, we could do some, maybe some intercession for hers, as it's less than, but mm-hmm. I would really appreciate your sponsorship. Uh, I, the, the church will, uh, is, I don't think we're allowed to officially endorse a particular toad garden, okay. but uh, we can definitely give our blessing and our support. How do you feel about me running maybe an ad for folks that have toads in their yards that they could bring their toads into my garden? I could put it in the bulletin this week. Oh, that would be wonderful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the logistics of that. Oh, I have a lot of great art I could think of. And what would your thoughts be on, on even, I don't know. If we're trying to truly foster community, I think that the toads need their own church and maybe their own priest, uh, but of course, one of their own kind. Hmm. I don't know if there's a, a seminary for What if amphibians. we were the first one? What if we really push the bar on the whole world is the church and everyone in it is a member? Well, 
I mean, I think it's wonderful philosophy to have. I'm, I'm just trying to, I mean, the first, one of the first steps would be organizing mass, and I don't even know where to begin with that. Let me tell you, around 3.30 every day when the sun is really cooking, mm-hmm. there are so many toads all in my garden. I think that would just be kind of a natural time. We kind of spring it on them the first time, but then win them over. Stick around next time. Well, I guess the the real question is if toads can really understand the like the big concept of like God's grace and salvation. You know what? Great question, but we won't mm-hmm. know until we try. You got me on that one. Evangelism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm very skeptical, but. I have to admit, we don't know if it's going to work until Truly. we put it into action. What a wonderful test of faith for both of us, Father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, one of the most important things, though, is also picking the right toad Clearly. to lead the congregation. Clearly. I have several candidates in mind. You, you, you've already, you yes. already have... Some that seem just a little more reserved uh, and dependable who I see more often than not. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, one of the most important qualities of a, a toad or a, a priest is mm-hmm. stalwartness. I, I would like to think so. Um, I, I'd be happy to bring them with me next time I'm in the confessional and we could just, I don't know, have a casual conversation about faith. Like a panel interview? Like a panel interview. And then uh, each of these toads, well, I could tell you about them now. Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, so there's Hopswell. He's uh, just a, a true delight. How did um, he get the name? Honestly, one time I saw him vault over another toad uh, for a cricket, but then he did take that cricket and give it to a smaller toad who had a leg problem. So that just feels like charity to me. Uh, I'm going to let you know that Housewell is already out in front. I, uh, I would agree. He's, that's why he's the first one I brought up. Um, the second would be um, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just a very um, quiet Quiet toad, um, but always just has a very warm, welcoming expression on his face. I think that would really help with membership. Mm-hmm. And just just because I, I feel like it would... I, how did Jackson get the name? Just out of curiosity. Uh, you know what? Named him after a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A friend who uh, g- gifted me some, some small round stones. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... Honestly, those are probably my two top competitors. Juniper, of course, I'll have to submit just because we're so close. Oh, absolutely. But um, but I'm not sure. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about Juniper. I don't know. I'll get back to you on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I, I'm actually, I have to admit, I was skeptical when we started this conversation, but now I'm pretty excited about this. Wow. It's, it's been a long time since I've, like, hadn't had an apprentice. You know, a lot of times they'll, they'll send, like, another priest to the church, who sure. will, and, I, and they'll shadow me, and, you know, I'll go, oh, here's, you know, well, let's say about, it's about 8 o'clock, time to bless the wine before, and so on and so forth. Right, and right. They take notes, and I had, it's been a while since I've gotten to do that. What would we use for toad communion? Because wine, I think, any amount could just kill them. That's true, that's true. They dehydrate very easily. So quickly. They're um, just really little jelly sacks with, with personalities. Uh, I'm assuming that toads don't bake, so... Uh, they sure don't. But mm-hmm. I've also never given them a kitchen in which they could do that. I, I'll, I'll think about that in the next install. Okay. Yeah, have like, like, a little, like a little parish hall. Oh, so charming. Mm-hmm. I could see it now. Maybe kind of a gothic style... Mm-hmm. Steepled church. Hmm. So, uh, what is what's like the staple food of a of a toad's diet? Uh, it's basically any bug that's on the ground. Mm. So we're doing a lot of ants right now because it's been raining a lot, and a lot of ants have been coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to get them interested in termites, and that was very selfish of me. That was just so that they would take care of termites around my own home, but they're not interested. Oh, 
Yeah. That's, that seems that's, that seems like a like that would have been a good chance for the toads to give back. I yes, and, and I was really surprised that they were unwilling to do so. Hmm. But you know, maybe that's why we need this church more than ever. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I have to admit, I've, I just realized there's a potential snag here. Okay. Uh, if if we said, you know, maybe the ants are part of the, the equivalent of toad communion, well, then what what about the ants? You're like, worried about using the ants as part of communion? Using the ants as part of communion, but also, you know, d- down the road, if we have, you know, if, if someone in the neighborhood opens up an ant garden... Oh, or an ant farm. I didn't even think of that. You know, uh, I mean, that just opens the door for all sorts of ethical issues. They're, they're, they're partial to a blueberry. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, the small wild blueberries that grow in my, the east part of my garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think that that might be, because that, that's, that's like a two-in-one as well. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful. Well, you know what, Father, I, I will definitely start just planting the seeds of interest mm-hmm. in my garden, no pun intended, uh, and just and see what kind of response I get. But I would love to have you over next week. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I can definitely make time. Uh, this, is, this is exciting. I uh, think so, too. Uh, we've, never, we've never gotten into uh, expanding the church into wildlife before. I, I really think this could be the start of a great reawakening in you know, the American church. Absolutely. And, you know, and if this is successful, you know, we might, we might start a toad garden right here at the church. Yeah. We could, we could really, I think, garner a lot of attention. Maybe we could get on Good Morning America. Yeah. And, you know, with all the interest from, you know, from the, from, uh, from the congregation and from the community, I think that, you know, the church, we, we might have the best toad garden in town by the end of all this. And absolutely crush Mary. Oh, thank you so much, Father. Well, uh, I'll say for the uh, you know for the the, the sin of pride and for for smashing uh, or for changing the no vacancy sign of course um, which uh, also uh, was there vacancy oh I don't know oh. I mean there's probably it's probably very very vacant over there it's terrible <laughs> well uh, I'm going to say uh, three hail marys and uh, one our father okay uh, and then uh, I just you just need to change the sign back to vacancy just so the toes don't get the wrong message okay okay fine by the way is is there any other is there another vandalism that you maybe didn't mention? You're very astute, Father. Um, on the back of Mary's actual home, I graffitied um, a large cricket uh, on its back with X's over its eyes. And I said, no jumping here. I don't know. It was so, kind of in the moment. I didn't really think it out before I did it. So trying to like, keep the food source away? Keep the food source away, but mostly just let the toads know as they're, you know, approaching the home. Just a bad omen. They wouldn't. Uh, toads don't eat dead crickets. They only eat them live. Uh, that actually that sounds terrifying. Also, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't look great. Uh, let's, it's big. Let's add uh, two more our fathers mm-hmm. and uh, maybe like a sandblasting crew. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll I'll try to take care of that before next week when we see each other. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Father. I really appreciate your time and, and your graciousness. Okay. And uh, th- through the uh, power and pardon of the church, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, I grant you peace and pardon. Amen. Amen. And that concludes another episode of the Our Father podcast. Thanks, as always, to our priest, Father Patrick Connolly. You can see Patrick perform every Saturday with World News Tonight at the IO Theater in Chicago. You could also see him perform Thursdays at 9 p.m. with Max AC at the Bug House Theater. Our guest confessor this episode was Elizabeth Riggs. 
Find Elizabeth playing Nina in The Drunken Seagull, a tipsy take on Chekhov's dark comedy. Shows June 7th and 14th at 8 p.m. at the Lawrence House. Email lngsketchcomedy at gmail.com for tickets. Elizabeth is also on Twitter at Elizabeth Riggs. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, or even easier, tell a friend. Also, if you'd like to donate monthly tithings to the show, please go to patreon.com slash arcade audio. Follow us on Twitter, Our Father Pod, and send emails of your own confessions to arcadeaudio.net slash confessions. Until next time, I'm Rich. God bless. grew up going to my grandmother's house quite a bit and she had a like a toad and fairy garden oh in yeah her backyard that was just ornate just to the nines so uh gotta pay homage to geek thank you for playing arcade audio play more at arcadeaudio.net